Hello, this is Jamie Starkey, and you're listening to Global Pursuit, the podcast to inspire young people to contribute in seeking solutions to global challenges. Today, we have special guest Chris Hislop on. Jamie, thanks a lot for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. First off, what's your connection with the International Development Studies Program at the University of Montana? I am the new chair of the External Advisory Committee of the International Development Studies Program at the university. And it's also uh, right to point out that I've had a, a longstanding uh, partnerships with a number of other parts of the university that are involved in international issues like the Mansfield Center, the Office for Global Engagement, Davidson Honor College, um, just to name a few. Wow, that's impressive. So you are working as the executive director of Montana World Affairs Council. Through this work, what global issues do you typically deal with? Well, Jamie, let me tell you in the audience a little bit about the organization first. So the Montana World Affairs Council is a nonpartisan nonprofit organization dedicated to fostering global awareness and understanding in Montana's classrooms and communities. So this amazing organization has been around for 20 years now. And we've established ourselves as a critical resource and a kind of partner of choice for people who want to understand global issues better, and importantly, how they affect our lives, how they affect our communities, how they affect our economy. And as you know, global issues aren't simply found on the headlines anymore or on the evening news. What is happening out in the world is impacting all of us directly and much more immediately. You know, we're, we're kind of at a moment of unprecedented opportunities to influence the ways that the course of global events flow. And these dynamics, they affect us all, our communities, our livelihoods, and our futures. So what we see is communities, people, students across all of Montana are already involved in these issues. And they want to try to shape policy and have some impact on the way that these issues are going forward. Particularly students, you look at high school students and university students, you are preparing to enter an unparalleled era of global engagement. You know, what is happening now and what is happening in your future is something I could have never imagined, where your ability to understand and shape our world determines your and our collective future. So that's a little bit about, you know, who we are and what we do. We pick up all kinds of international issues, but important to us is those issues that matter to Montana and to Montanans. Yeah, I think that's really important to have here in Montana. You already kind of touched on why you choose to focus on these issues. Is there anything else that you would like to say? Well, I'll just say that, you know, some folks here in Montana don't really see themselves as having a connection to the, the international world or a world outside of our state or our country. But in fact, there are already tremendous connections. I mean, you don't have to look too far. You go to the first farmer or rancher here in Montana, and you can talk to them at a very expert level about international trade because our agriculture commodities, which is, you know, the big part of our economy, is on the global market. So these international connections are with us. They're not simply in schools or, or in nonprofits, but they're a part of our communities. They're a part of our economy. So these are things that really hit close to home. And our connections you know, across the globe are really the basis of our daily life and, and the things that are really important to us. And so that's why we do it. We, we pick these things up because we see they're important to Montana and Montanans. They have some immediate and important meaning.
Yeah, definitely. I think it is pretty easy here in Montana to just kind of push out the rest of the world. We're pretty secluded up here, but it really does affect each and every one of us what's going on in the rest of the world. Absolutely. I mean, you're right that, you know, we can feel secluded. You can feel secluded in the in the middle of New York City for that matter. But, you know, the more Montanans I meet in the cities, in the countryside, the more I see that people really understand and recognize these international connections. And not just in a way that's like on the front page of the news, but I mean, in a way that really affects our lives and our livelihoods. Uh, you know, what is happening around the world? We'll pick up on the, the pandemic undoubtedly, but this is a great issue that just shows you how important our understanding and connection with the entire world is in this day and age. Yeah. And how do you think transnational collaborations can help address challenges like these? Well, that's really putting your finger on it, Jamie. Uh, you know, when we look at the current pandemic, but if we expand the scope of transnational issues like the climate crisis, uh, natural disasters, human trafficking, there are any number of things, dynamics that are important that are happening in the world that don't respect or understand national boundaries. That's why they're transnational. And in order to deal with this, if we have a problem with the climate crisis, we simply cannot do that in America. We have to do it with all of the people around the world because our actions alone will not have the intended impact. And so simply understanding these issues is one very important start, but collaborating in order to deal with them, to mitigate them, to minimize or resolve them is the only way that this kind of issue is resolved. Now, you might have a domestic issue here that we can resolve amongst the United States of America, but we cannot resolve the global pandemic. We need to be in contact, in concert, and in collaboration with people all around the world in order to deal with this very immediate threat. For sure. And there's a lot of college students listening in on this. How do you think they should try to help and solve these global issues that you're focusing on? You know, for me, that's really where the, where the effort ought to lie. You know, I can say some things that are probably patently obvious, which is, you know, to get involved and, and to get ready to bring your skills to bear on whatever issue is important to you. Again, I mean, I mentioned it before, I'll say it again. We are living in an unprecedented era now, maybe everybody has always said that throughout their lives, but I think that given the kind of the bringing together a global communication reach, a global understanding, this period we're living in simply has no precedent. And there are serious challenges that go along with that. And those challenges that we mentioned, transnational or otherwise, frankly, they are going to require new knowledge and new ways of dealing with it. While human trafficking may be an old problem. The way it is emerging now and the impacts it have are new. And therefore, the resolution and dealing with this requires new knowledge, new methods, and new means. And that's what college students ought to be bringing to this stuff, from climate mitigation to nationalism. Again, these threats, they may be old, but their current forms are new. They're different than they were. They are emerging in different ways, and they're demanding more from the next generation who needs to bring to bear new tools, new thinking, and new ways to help us resolve these. 
That's great. Yeah. For college students that are feeling passionate about these issues, do you have any advice for those who want to prepare themselves for career tracks that allow them to contribute in seeking solutions to global challenges? Well, you know, I have been very fortunate in my life to have pursued that. I have been back in the United States only for a year and a half, having been away for the past 25, wow. um, mostly in places overseas and doing international work. I can really appreciate that there are students out there, this generation of students who are looking outward and thinking, you know, what can I do? How can I be a part of this? I think I'm probably legally bound to say, number one, complete your studies. I think that that's a, certainly a good place mm -hmm. to start, right? But let me, let me just offer some really practical and simple advice. Number one, go get a United States passport if you don't have one. That's the best $50 you're going to spend this year, even if there's some great concert that you want to go to. Believe me, getting a passport is number one. So just do it. Go online after you listen to this fill out the form, send your money in and get a passport. What does that do for you? That opens every door practically in the world. And the world is a fascinating place. I know that that's a bit of a cliche, but it's completely true. If you want to understand and experience this world, you need to go out into that world. You need to get your passport and you need to get outside of the borders of the United States, wherever that might be. Look, there's a lot of ways to do this, right? For millennia, people have been moving around. And in the past centuries, what do young people do? Go backpacking. Take your backpack and head over to Europe for a month. Go work somewhere. Go to Canada. Go and work. Go to France. You know, Go to Russia. Whatever. Pick up a job working in a restaurant or something and get to know a place. Become a volunteer somewhere. The Peace Corps is an excellent opportunity. I'm a former Peace Corps volunteer. But there are many other opportunities to work within an organization and to volunteer overseas. So all of this amounts to simply do something that is going to help you see the world from a new perspective. Because right now, if you've been living in America, probably like many of your audience have, and haven't had the opportunity to travel so much yet, you will know that your perspective is the perspective of somebody who has been living here in the United States. Once you get out of this place, you begin to enjoy and appreciate different perspectives. And that for people who are interested in the international life, it's like picking up another language. It's great if you do speak another language, but besides the kind of actual and physical language, there is the language of cultural understanding, the language of understanding different perspectives. And that is just as valuable as speaking German or Chinese or Arabic. My primary recommendations, get a passport, go out, see what this whole world is all about. Yeah, that's great. I think you have some incredible insight, that journey that college kids can take as a person that has gone through that. That's really amazing. I hope this chat will inspire some young people listening to think about ways that they can contribute to tackling global challenges or developing a global mindset. I hope so too, Jamie. Let me just finish by saying anybody who's out there who's interested in that life is welcome to contact me. My email is info at montanaworldaffairs.org. That's info at montanaworldaffairs.org. If you're looking for some advice, a steer, you know, whatever, 
get in touch with me, please. I'm very happy to speak with anybody further if you want some more advice for the international life. Oh, that's amazing. That is very generous of you. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you, Jamie. And thanks thanks to uh, all of your audience. I wish you all very well. Yeah, thank you so much.